0: I won't visit dogland and run with the Power Pups. You've got to, got to love their style and how they never, ever, ever give up. Who loves Dogs? Who loves Dogs? We we'll rise to the challenge and no one here is average. You know we never ever ever give up dogs dogs you love dogs 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 you love dogs
1: Hello friends and thank you once again for tuning in for episode six of season one of the adventures of Power Dog in Dogland. Can you believe that this is already our halfway point through this story? I am so happy that I get to be sharing it with you today. When you last gave a listen to our story, Taffy and TikTok Bunny were safe and sound, but definitely in a very mysterious and unfamiliar cave. And Power Dog, Taffy, and their friends and family were searching for clues to help find them. The Fennec Fox Dogs had assured them that Taffy and TikTok Bunny were alive, but as time went on, Taffy's twin, Tuffy in particular, was beginning to worry again and was anxious to get help as soon as possible. They had just arrived at the Island of Miawi, and they were stunned by its beauty even under the circumstances. You may remember they'd been ferried by the Fennec Maxro from the Miaui communications platform through a storm of fiery rocks and ash raining down from the sky because the volcano on the nearby island of Wawufi had rather unexpectedly blown its top. A fluffy curtain of soft, white, velvety clouds enshrouded or surrounded the Fennec's home island of Miawi. Were these clouds somehow protecting Meowie, Power Dog wondered? After they had climbed ashore, they were hurried into a lush garden park with thick bushes of foxglove flowers, bending to and fro in the gentle but disturbingly ashy breeze. Power Dog took just a moment to feel relief that there were no longer any embers or sparks raining down on them. He hoped to never ever, ever see that again. Condro, Mom Slice, Dog Wings, and President Bernie Sandals joined them in the garden, and they all trotted along behind the Phoenix, who were making their way very quickly. They came up to a long wooden hall, where another fennec was waiting. The fennec smiled warmly and announced, The council and scientists are gathered. We have news from Hawuffi, the volcano, and beyond. Come quickly. Everyone hurried into the hall. Wait, did that fennec say beyond? What beyond? Thought Power Dog. Tuffy and Power Dog were scared, but also feeling electrified upon entering the great hall of the fennecs. Power Dog felt like he might start to float outside of his body. A thing that felt less like a power and more like a prank his mind could play on him. Inside the hall were more flowers, art on every wall, and a beautiful courtyard in the center with some type of glowing red rock art in long strips down the center of the floor. Red rocks glowed and sparkled as if to be harboring hundreds of tiny fires and little gemstones. It was dazzling, a crowd of fennecs that were huddled together turned to face their new guests. A shadowy figure was sitting between the crowd and the red rock floor art, wearing a hooded cape. Dog Wings and Mom Slice were the first to get close enough to see them, and both gasped in surprise. (gasps) Then Power Dog saw who it was, and all three shouted, Fetcher! Then Tuffy gasped, too. President Sandals was confused. What is going on here? Power Dog spoke up. This, President Sandals, is my big brother, Fetcher. Condro smiling, announced, Miraculously, no one was harmed in the eruption. This brave dog came all the way from the desert den of Cody to warn us, and every living soul was able to get out of harm's way in time. President Sandals nearly collapsed with relief, and sighs and murmurs rippled through the large group gathered in the Great Hall. President Sandals' bushy eyebrows had shot up when he heard the name Cody. Fetcher, now hugging his family, spoke up. It's true, sir. I have been conducting my apprenticeship with Cody the Golden Coyote, the Oracle of the Desert, for over two years now, "'Cody foresaw the eruption and sent me to help. "'Cody foresaw himself sending me, too, in case you were wondering.' "'President Sandals took a beat to let this information sink in, "'and then asked, "'What might you know of any damage or ongoing threats?' "'A fennec stepped forward and said, "'Oh, there is extensive damage to the land and to the seas. "'You are most certainly needed on Hawufi. Dogwings recognized the fennec and interjected, Thank you, Dr. Lenard. President Sandals, I would be happy to help you out on Hawuffie. I will be needed there as well. It was true. Dogwings was a Dogland renowned scientist and geohistorian who understood the history and possible futures of their world. His passion was the natural world, and he worked with other scientists all over Dogland to connect the dots between their various disciplines in service of the environmental health of the planet and harmony with its residents. Are we all going to Hawuuffy? asked Power Dog. Um, what about my sister and the monster? whispered Tuffy shyly. He wondered if Cody had foreseen that event and what the desert oracle might know. He didn't want the eruption of the volcano to make everyone forget Mom Slice smiled at both of them and opened her mouth to speak but was uncharacteristically interrupted by Max Rowe who seemed to still be in a supportive mood you little dogs are very much needed here on Meowie you would think all of these recent events would have exhausted the pups so much that they'd never gasp again but gasp they did And they gasped big and responded again in unison, We We are? Condro took over. Yes, we will have a mission for you both. And while you help us, we will help you find your sister and your special bunny one. The one you call TikTok. Tuffy noticed that Fetcher did not look surprised to hear this. He deeply wished to be able to know what Fetcher and Cody might know. Mom Slice nodded and said, Oh, so you know, to the Phoenix and they nodded yes. Mom? questioned Power Dog. All eyes were upon her. Power Dog, we first discovered your ability to withstand high heat and even fire when one night, while we were reading books at the hearth, You jumped over the fire screen and danced playfully among the flames. Your poor brother, she said, nodding to Fetcher. He singed his paws terribly, trying to fetch you out. After we patched him up, we were astonished that your fur, every part of you, even your whiskers, were completely unharmed and only slightly warmer than normal. And... You were as happy as a little bug in a rug to have danced in the fire on that night. Power Dog, Fetcher, and Tuffy all smiled warmly. They'd heard this story before. Dozens of times, in the way that parents love to relive special and extraordinary events that have happened for a family. She then turned and smiled at Tuffy. And Tuffy... When your mothers discovered both you and Taffy have friendship and connection powers, then we knew that all of you would go on to greatness, and we'd hoped it would be together. We just didn't know your powers would be needed so soon, while you're all still so young. She turned to the Phoenix and asked, Do you already have a plan? Power dog and Tuffy's minds were absolutely spinning. What kind of mission? When? Was it dangerous? Did it involve fire? Lava? Is that why Mom's Lice brought up the heat power? The fennec the dogwings had called Dr. Leonard spoke up. We will need you to help us formulate a sound plan through the night. Mom Slice and Dog Wings looked at each other, and then she said, "'Yes, of course. We will help you plan through the night. The little ones must rest.'" Dog Wings added, "'The President must rest as well. Then we will leave for Hawoofy together in the morning.'" President Sandals sputtered at this, "'Sleep? At a time like this? Oh, I must be off to Hawoofy immediately.'" Condro and Fetcher pulled Power Dog and Tuffy aside, as the grown-ups huddled in and continued to argue about who would go where and when. "'Come, pups. We will take you to a nice place to rest. You are not in any danger here.' Condro guided them down a series of paths lit by special candles with flames that did not flicker until they came to a small cabin among many small cabins. Fetcher put his arms around his little brother and little cousin and whispered softly, "'Our loved ones are safe as well. "'It's time to lie down. "'It's time to rest.'" Condro dimmed the lights and echoed Fetcher, saying, "'It is time to lie down. "'Now close your eyes.'" And before they knew it, before they could even recall how they ended up curled up in one big bed all together in the coziest room they'd ever seen, and before they could figure out why voice was suddenly more soothing than they'd ever noticed, the pups were fast asleep. And that's all for today. Tune in next time as we start on the second half of our story and see how it unfolds. Now, let me take a little pause And tell you, dear listeners, that when I, your faithful storyteller, was just six years old, I also happened to witness a volcanic eruption. The eruption I'm talking about was the eruption of Mount St. Helens in Washington State, USA. I lived in Portland, Oregon, which was basically in the shadow of that once pointy mountain. I watched the ash pour upwards out of the mountain and into the sky while sitting atop the fence in our backyard with my parents and my little brother. It was quite a sight. And the ash that flew out of the mountain actually traversed the whole planet through the atmosphere over the next two weeks. The longest distance recorded of the ash fallout was nearly 2,000 miles away from the volcano in the state of Oklahoma. But in Portland, we were downwind, and ash fell on our city like strange snow. I remember my dad wiping it off in handfuls from his car's windshield, and I remember that we all wore face masks to stay safe. Now, I'm joined by my six-year-old co-author for a dog joke and some banter. Hi, Hank. Hi. Hi. All this volcano talk reminded me that you, me, and Grahams made a Hank the Hank this summer. And for those of you who don't know, Hank the Hank is a YouTube series that Hank has created this year. And the, do you know the video I'm thinking of?
0: You have the volcano one.
1: Yes. My first one um, has the
0: stair car.
1: Oh, yeah, that one's really awesome. Yeah, the
0: volcano is the um,
1: two of Hank the Hank. Yeah, you're right. It was the second Hank the Hank we made. Yeah. So, listeners, we're going to post the Hank the Hank video and ask you to see if you would like to make your own at-home volcano Yeah. using baking soda, dish soap, water, food coloring.
0: And cups.
1: And cups. Cups are very helpful for containing homemade volcanoes, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so fun. So, we're going to post that on our YouTube channel and a link to it in the show notes. And, Hank, are you ready for a dog joke? Yeah. Okay, what goes tick tock? Woof woof. What? A watchdog. (laughs) I don't get it. Special thanks to the inimitable Jason Rourke, who makes his story sound extra good with his wise counsel, recording, sound design, and even original music. Thank you as well to a group of wonderful experts and artists listed on our website for guiding us through this process to bring these adventures to you, dear listeners, to whom we give our deepest gratitude. This podcast is made possible in part by funding provided by the Regional Arts and Culture Council in Portland, Oregon. And as we close out this episode, we have a special treat for your ears, courtesy of Pointed Man Band, the family-based music of Dan Elliott, a multi-instrumentalist, dreamer, and performer, having started as a homegrown, naptime-inspired recording project The music of Pointed Man Band has since become a part of a larger and ever-expanding genre. Together with friends Eric, Vinny, Kay, and Kevin, they record and perform original music and lyrics that seek to reflect and are inspired by the curiosities and complexities in our world. The song that we're going to play today is called The Yellow Dog of If., We love it, and we will post more information on our website and social media so that you can find more Pointed Man Band songs. They are just wonderful.
0: Imagine gone it's gone it's gone